Oh, hi. <laughs> what? Hello. Oh, um, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, good morning. Hello. <laughs> this is the episode. Hi, everyone. Yep. Can't believe you did this to me. I Ruby. said I was going <laughs> to switch scenes, didn't I? You normally count. You usually go three, two, one. It's one of those and days. It's one of those yeah. days. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, welcome to the Just Gaming Things podcast, where we bring the all-queer perspective on video games, gaming news, nerdy stuff, every Saturday live on Twitch.tv at Just Gaming Things at 2 o'clock Standard Eastern Time. For me, it's 1 o'clock Central. That's right. And then the next day on YouTube and your other favorite podcast services. My name is Koga Jangles, and with me to my, um, whatever I'm pointing at is Spin Blend. No, it's me. <laughs> Wait, is it? Wait, yes. but on my end, oh my lord, I'm looking at it in Discord, and it, Spin is on my right. Whoa. Plot twist, oh. I'm on your right. <laughs> Hi, it's well, that's... me, Ruby. <laughs> What is happening? We gotta go. Okay. Okay. So then, on my right, we have Project Ruby. Hi, it's me. <laughs> and then we have Ben Blend. Hello. <laughs> Hi there. We're trying our best. We're trying our best. We really are. And for those of you listening on the audio version, we just we're 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 just clowned around. I just we're just clowning. We just I just switched scenes on oh we on like stream and like randomly basically without doing a countdown, and then everyone was shook. That's why everyone was shook right at the beginning of the episode. So now you understand. <laughs> oh my goodness! But yeah. anyway. How was your week? Let's let's start with that. How was everyone's week? Are 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 y'all good? What's going on? My week has been all right, <laughs> right? Because we didn't want to like talk over one another, so I just kind of eased my way in, and that now I am. Um, my week has been um pretty all right. Just working from home finally, so I don't have to like go out and catch the bus with these. COVID heathens out here? Oh, not that. Captions, did you really put COVID-19? I just said COVID, not 19. They they know what you mean. Yeah, the captions do that automatically. They're like, you're not talking about COVID-18. Or 17. Just putting words in my mouth. Listen. (laughs) They know. They know the situation. They know what's up. And how's your speak yeah. week been, um, Spen? Yeah, you know, just been trying my best. I did uh, just recently get these adorable pins in the yes. mail that I have on my head. Um, and for anyone listening to the audio version, they are pins of Dom from Animal Crossing. And one of them says, do not mess with me. And then the <laughs> other one says, I will cry. <laughs> I love that so much. 
it's very good. It's just, it's the energy that I, I wanted to bring to the podcast today. And I it's, feel like I succeeded. It's also like a mood. Mm-hmm. Like for the week, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the mood for the week. Do not mess with me. I will cry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. My week has been good. My week has been, uh, has been okay. Uh, I kind of got a little overwhelmed by all of the things because I, this weekend is packed for me. Like I, I have a, a show I'm doing tomorrow. I'm going to be a part of uh, my friend Kiso's is Quarantine, which is a music video <laughs> showcase for queer artists. And uh, I did a podcast episode yesterday. I'm doing one on Monday. So just a lot of coordinating people's schedules and doing all of that stuff, which is always a great time getting people together for one hour for one show from different time zones and countries and states and (laughs) shenanigans. (laughs) But I'm very excited to be here with y'all to talk about gaming things. It's a, yeah, a gaming team, apparently, according to the captions. The captions never get our name right. Gaming teens, you know, just all of it. (laughs) Oh my god. As per usual, each of us are going to go around and pick a topic that happened this week that we want to bring to the table, that we want to discuss, all of that fun stuff. And so, Spin, what do you want to talk about? Well, I, <laughs> it's always really interesting when, like, gaming stuff is covered in, like, like the major news outlets, and I always just think that's really interesting, because, like, I feel like people who aren't into gaming don't know how to talk about gaming. Like, mm. <laughs> and it's, it's just so, yeah, it, like, just, ah, yes, I've heard of game, uh, mm-hmm. So I, I saw this one story like everywhere, and I'm go I'm going from like C- from CNN here. Ooh, um, <laughs> official sources. So yeah, this, the the real serious news, right? But um, <laughs> but yeah, so Roblox went public on the stock market, and people are like, I guess they're trying to do like a GameStop thing with roblox because like they (laughs) like literally the day that they went public their company is worth more than 45 billion (laughs) dollars because i i don't know i don't know what this is because like listen i'm gay i don't understand math i don't understand the stock market i don't understand the stocks we kind of went over this when the game stopped stocks thing happened but like truly i feel like like this kind of started like a trend of like gamers being really into like messing with the stock market Mm -hmm. (laughs) for reasons for like boredom and profit i guess hey i'm here for it the turnips aren't yeah yeah enough you know they trained all last year with the turnips and now they're ready for the real thing (laughs) <laughs> so so daisy may changed the future of business <laughs> that's one way to go about it that's one theory <laughs> um 
Uh, that I mean, that might be that might be a situation because, like, literally, when when the GameStop stocks thing happened, my partner was like, we, me and my partner were just like trying to wrap our, our brains around it because we're both like very queer, very bad at math, and right. we're just like, what's happening? <laughs> and he just kind of like like lit up and was like, it's like the turnips, <laughs> I... and like, explained it to me in terms of turnips, which is. Based on the stock market, oh. <laughs> I it was it was a real full circle moment for us. I it mean, was it was a real full circle moment. Truly, I <laughs> this doesn't really surprise me. Like Roblox is super popular, so it doesn't surprise me that people from the outside kind of look into investing. And they're like, oh, gaming is really popular. Oh, this game seems very popular. Let me invest in it. So it, I think it's very interesting that uh, it's kind of like happening. And it also is interesting from an outside perspective, because I'm sure there's a lot of people that invest in gaming just like through like, you know, th- like their finances person, like, Oh, just let me just invest in this. This seems like a good thing to invest on, like without having no idea, like what the game is about, what who's developing it, whatever. Um, it's interesting because recently, actually, uh, my friend Passion, uh, Passion's Planet Online, uh, she actually told me that they're they're working on improving the graphics of the game because the game looks very like Lego-y. like the characters are very reminiscent of like Legos. And apparently, like th- their plan is for the ca- for the game to look more realistic. So I mm. I wonder if going public was a part of that, like to get more investors, to get more money, to maybe have a bigger team. Because I think the game is free, so that would make sense that they would want to have like people investing in the game to improve it but i don't i don't honestly don't know i haven't looked into it either it, i just i just think it's very interesting when like stuff like this happens it's very it, it reminds me of like when minecraft turned from like an indie into like suddenly everyone wants to buy it and like microsoft ended up buying it and that whole thing and i mean my, minecraft didn't really go anywhere you know like it's still pretty popular. There's still a pretty big community over there. So it's very interesting. Very interesting to see that Roblox could potentially be the next Minecraft, if you will. Very, I don't know. Weirder things have happened in, in the last year. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I've Definitely. actually never played <laughs> Roblox before. So I, I don't even know what it's about. I, I, my thought is thinking building robots, perhaps. It's basically like kids um, become Lego men and um, interact with each other in a Lego men universe. Yeah, there's not like I was kind of right. And and like Minecraft, they build like little multiplayer like games and like it's a very like build your own game within a game kind of thing. So like there's fashion shows, there's like scare like there's tag there's scary stuff there's it's like it's essentially what minecraft did at the beginning where like there's all these multiplayer servers where people can 
play all these fan-made levels, which is really impressive, to be honest. Like, it's really impressive that there's, like... That's, like, potentially the beginning for a lot of people to eventually become, like, game developers, right? Like, through, like, making levels in these games and stuff like that, eventually they can grow a passion for eventually making their own game, which is actually really cool if you think about it. Um, But, yeah, it's a sandboxy... Uh, along the lines of Gary's mod, VR chat, like Dex is saying, I think it came before both of those games, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I know VR chat is more recent, at least. I don't know about Gary's mod, but yeah. Gary mod is pretty kind of old. Oh, I don't know it? what yeah. year, but yeah, I think that's like before even I became a PC gamer, and that's been like a good eight years. Like, I think it's been around for a, a long time. It's been around for a while. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> 2006 Gary's mod and Rob okay Roblox was definitely afterwards Roblox was oh no the same year wig 2006 both of them 2006 that's awesome Roblox was learning. Ooh, Roblox did come out first Roblox was September oh. oh no just kidding Gary's mod came out initially in 2004 it came to Steam in 2006 my bad my bad. Okay. <laughs> Can I read? No. It's, it's live medium. We're learning. We're evolving. We're yeah. Growing. 2004, yeah. and then Roblox 2006, and then VR Chat later, obviously. 2017. We're learning. Hello. Hi. Yeah. We are. <laughs> One of the one of the things about this that I kind of wanted to pose to y'all is like because and they they did bring this up in the in the article that I'm referencing here mm-hmm. um, because the user base of Roblox is like so young. Mm-hmm. Um, do we think that them being like a publicly traded company is going to affect things within the game, like advertising to to kids or like maintaining the safety of the platform. Like are are things gonna are they gonna be mm-hmm. is it gonna be more like, oh we have to get our act together. We're a publicly traded company and there's a bunch of kids on here. <laughs> like I would yeah. assume so, right? Because um we had this conversation semi recently where I brought up this video from Alana Pierce where she talked about how Oftentimes, video game conferences or video reveals and stuff like that are basically for the investors to see that there is hype around them and they have things mm-hmm. that are going to make money. So I would assume that their decisions moving forward would... I mean, if even like because the game is free, I think a lot of the decisions would be made based on how they can please the current investors and how they can continue to have people invest in their in their stocks so yeah they they definitely would have to be careful and they would definitely have to like listen to feedback on how to make the game safer and how to also make it profitable which is pretty easy if you have a platform like you know like if we just look at v bucks for example that's super profitable right so i don't think that's a huge issue um I don't think that would be a thing that they wouldn't do, but it's it it will be interesting seeing how that kind of takes place moving forward and how they handle stuff. 
Okay. I don't think it What's will be dramatically V-Bucks? different, though. V-Bucks is the currency on uh, Fortnite. <laughs> okay, I was like, what's that? It's Yeah, it's the paid currency on, on Fortnite that people pay like for the battle pass and they get a certain amount of V-Bucks every day or something like that. Yeah. Then Yeah, they'll, they'll definitely have something like that if, the, if it's not already in there because right. money. But <laughs> yeah. I guess they'll probably definitely want to make sure they're not getting into any type of issues so i guess they'll clean i mean i'm not sure how things are because like i've never i don't think i've even ever seen anything with robot i just heard the name and then that was about it but if it's something they want to keep i guess the investors happy they'll definitely do i mean they want money so they'll more likely do what needs to be done Mm -hmm. good or bad i've only seen cursed content from it (laughs) so cursed content (laughs) Yeah, the the content that I have seen is definitely been cursed content. <laughs> I think if we if we're gonna picture in like from a couple years from now, I could easily see Roblox if they want to maintain being indie, cool. But I could also see them either being purchased by like a big company like Epic or something like that, and yeah. that would open the possibility for them to have actually licensed stuff. So I think copyright would probably be an issue because people can dress up in whatever they want and stuff like that in the game. So I would assume that they would, moving forward, they could do um, kind of like how PlayStation Home had like licensed outfits for like celebrities and characters and stuff like that. And it could kind of do that thing where maybe the game is free to download but there's paid stuff that you can do or maybe they have a, a a team working on licensed like not licensed games but like proper mini games and stuff like that um for moderation purposes or something like that i i could see i could see how that could be interesting especially if they want to move like if they want to keep like improving the graphics or changing their style and stuff like that i could see that being being an interesting future for them yeah, definitely see that. Yeah. Do we do we want to do, we... do another topic? Should I do it? Yeah, I was, should I do it? I was gonna say it. <laughs> I, as a surprise to no one, I want to talk about Square Enix, okay? Because they announced the presentation on the 18th of March, um, and before every Final Fantasy stand starts freaking out they released a list of things that they're gonna talk about so and final fantasy is not there as far as we know uh so uh from their official uh blog post on their website uh they said that the square enix presents is gonna be a 40 minute approximately video and it will give you sneak peeks of life is strange so the next life is strange series they're gonna showcase the new protagonist and their new power they're gonna show the um, rpg shooter outriders that's coming out in april so they're gonna show footage of that um they're gonna showcase more details about balan wonderworld which is a um the platformer created by the creators of um knights and sonic and um which apparently side note the straights apparently don't really get it like i've heard a straight man <laughs> saying that it was like one of the worst demos they have ever played and i was like 
You don't understand. Huh. <laughs> you don't get it. You don't understand camp, do you? Anyway, um, <laughs> Tomb Raider. I'm excited about that, but we'll we'll talk about what we're excited about in just a second. They're gonna talk about the 25th anniversary celebrations. Uh, they're gonna update people on Marvel's Avengers, um, uh. as well as just cause mobile new mobile game announcements from Square Enix Montreal. And a title showcase, um, which is going to be more unexpected, I guess. Like, we don't really know what's going to come out of that one. Because um, Taito is basically a sister company of Square Enix. So they're going to showcase titles from uh, Taito. Titles from Taito. <laughs> I, um, I am so excited for this, but I want to hear about y'all first. Like, when you first saw this... And then you read, after you got over the fact that no Final Fantasy is going to be there, <laughs> what were, like, your initial, like, thoughts? What are you most excited for to see? I, life uh, is strange. Yeah, I got to talk about Life is Strange. <laughs> I should have asked one of you, huh? It's fine. It's fine. It's been great. <laughs> Life is Strange, yes. Mm-hmm. Tell us about it. Oh, we're leaving this on me? Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> So I didn't play the second one. I played the first one and then Before the Storm, and I did like those. So, I I mean, I, guess, I think the reason they say it's going to be a brand new story. Yes, yeah, it says um, new protagonists and whatnot, so I guess that's probably what I'm going to do with each game. Mm-hmm. Um, So I do – I am interested in see how – um, that turns out, though I do need to play the second one still. Though, um, I, I, I would, I can't say Marvel Avengers too much. Like, I have a slight interest because I love Marvel, but they they keep making bad decisions. But they've literally they're making an update to where it's now going to take longer to level up now. I. Yeah. So it's like, I, I'm not sure. It feels like they might be just doing bad things on purpose so that they can eventually move on. I can't Aww. tell. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I hope that they change things, but it's, it's looking like it's going to be Anthem and that get, got canceled. So I don't know. Um, so we have Tomb Raider. I still have not played the... I played a bit of the one that came out, was it 2013? Yeah, but I haven't played the other ones yet, so I am curious what they're going to do with this. I think didn't they mention the next game was supposed to, I guess, bridge in the older games and the new one? I think we talked yeah, about that I think, before. I think we talked about that too, and there was, um, I think it was a leak from the Microsoft store, if I'm not mistaken, where they're going to do, uh, like they're going to release the trilogy as like the ultimate edition kind of thing. So they're going to release 2013 Rise of the Tomb Raider and Shadow of the Tomb Raider as like one game. Um, maybe like for new gen updates and stuff like that. It's probably going to be like a, a not a limited version, but the ultimate version of both of all three of the games, probably including DLC, all of that stuff. So I hope they have more to say than that <laughs> because you can't like I don't. I would hope that in the twenty fifth anniversary of a series that they would have something cool planned for it. I understand that they could also be waiting for the 30th anniversary to do something even cooler. But I feel like 25th is like... I think 25th is more of a 
mark than 30th is. You know what I mean? I feel like it's like you celebrate 25th and then you celebrate 50. Of course, with games, it's different because you can't really like sometimes it's hard for a game or for a franchise to last 50 years. Um, but I I would hope that they do something cool. I, I It would be really nice. Um, and Taito is responsible for Space Invaders and Bubble Bobble, which I loved Bubble Bobble. We had an arcade machine of that in a local coffee shop, and I loved it. So if they release a Bubble Bobble, or like even if it's a mobile game, I don't care. I'm, I'm here for that. Give it to me now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really hope that they do something cool for the Tomb Raider anniversary. Like, that's probably the thing I'm going to be, like, most, like, ooh, what are they doing for the for Tomb Raider anniversary? Because, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like a lot of, like, the anniversaries lately have been kind of disappointing. Like, yeah. they didn't really do much for the Sonic one. The Mario one was, like, all right. <laughs> like, they did, they did some, like, re-releases, like... Nothing like too revolutionary. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping they do something cool for for Tomb Raider's anniversary. Um, I I haven't played the Battle in Wonder World demo yet, but I have like seen that the Straits aren't into it, and that makes me want to play it more. Right. So, <laughs> right. So I definitely want to get to the demo one one of these days. I might I might actually depending on how I feel about the demo, I might actually pick that up. Cause listen, it's if, just if straight don't like it, then maybe maybe I will. Yeah, it's just delightful. The game just gives me like Mardi Gras vibes. It's like it's just like drama, and there's like fancy outfits, and they do random parades for no reason and there's like you know there's like something super dramatic like a musical moment after you beat a boss fight uh, you know it's just like camp in the best queerest possible I... way and the straights are just like I don't get it this is like I love that that's amazing yeah. like what's not to get <laughs> they're like it's like a weird fever dream I'm like yeah <laughs> exactly that's what yeah. i love about it yes give it to me <laughs> so yeah I'm, I'm gonna be excited to see more about that i do want to play the demo before it comes out i have it downloaded but i haven't played the demo yet because i'm a clown <laughs> and i keep spending time on 14 but we'll we'll get there don't worry <laughs> yeah the game is coming out on the 26th of this month so it's it, they're, they're probably just going to show a little bit more of what what to expect. The demo is pretty big. You do get to play four different levels and one boss fight. So it it well, oh. it's not four different levels technically. It's like phase 1 and 2 of the first level and then you play phase 1 of a of a different level and phase 2 of another one. So and then okay. a boss fight. So but you get to do the first full level, first act, second act and boss fight. So it's pretty good. Um, yeah. As far as Try Avengers to- for me, yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, you have two weeks. Mm-hmm. As far as the Avengers, I hope that they add more like campaign to it. 
because um, I would like that. I I would I would get the game on sale and you know play the campaign and then maybe get the DLC for like other heroes and and play as them. Um, They're free. Ooh! Oh, it's free DLC. <laughs> The, the thing is, is that you okay? So this is this is what they're doing. The characters come out and they're free, but you have to pay ten dollars to get their battle pass to where you level up doing these missions to get like costumes and all that stuff. Which I mean, it's mostly cosmetics for the most part, but that's how they're having that go. Well, that's an interesting so that, choice. Yeah, they they've they've that's how they I guess they wanted to do it since they started it, but I don't know. I'm curious about the new Life is Strange um, because they've been well yeah from the beginning they've been pretty inclusive Uh, the first one was kind of like okay this is queer baby Uh, but then before the storm and then kind of confirmed a lot of the theories that the a lot of the things that were implied in the first one were kind of confirmed in before the storm, so that was cool. Um, but then uh, Life is Strange Two is pretty inclusive. I haven't really played it, but I've obviously heard about uh, people's experiences about it. Uh, so I'm very curious to see what what direction they're gonna go with Life is Strange Three, um, and see how they can kind of. Uh, I, I would love another. I would love like a queer story. That is more than like three episodes looking at Tell Me Why. <laughs> that doesn't focus on the struggles of being queer. It's just like the characters happen to be queer and then they have some other drama going on. Or alternatively, I've heard some people kind of mention that they would like to see like a happier story. Because you can tell a good story and is it being a happy story. Like a positive story. Uplifting, right? So... I would I would be here for that. Yeah, I just I I mainly want like queer stories where you can tell queer people were consulted or like wrote the story. Mm. Like cuz like I feel like queer representation like tends to fall into into two camps. It's either like exploitative of queer trauma, yeah, or like like this is just a character and oh, they're gay. Like, oh, okay. Um, but, like, like, we're all queer, we know a lot of queer people in our lives, like, we don't, we never shut up about being queer, like, (laughs) I I literally, I literally say I'm gay, like, every two seconds, like, I feel like that's more, a more realistic portrayal (laughs) (laughs) to, like, have it be an organic, like, part of our personality, because it is, Yeah, you know? So, like... I feel like when people are trying to write queer characters, they're either, like, just, like, exploitative of it or, like, just shying away from it. Like, no, this is, this is just a person who just, like, like, maybe, maybe they'll say, like, after the fact, oh, they were gay the whole time, but there's, like, no clues (laughs) in the story. Right. Or it was, like, hinted (laughs) at, and you had to talk to every NPC. Right. And it's, like... Like it no, it is realistic for to like have like your lead character have like like a rainbow like wristband or something and be like, Hi, hello. 
I just want okay. a gay as fuck story where like the main character is like getting a a, a, a fictional version of Grinder, and you just hear something like something important <laughs> is going on, and then you just hear like boop boop in the background. It's like oh, hold on, <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> oh my god, <goodness. laughs> and they're like oh, so and so texted me. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> or like they're talking about oh like boy God. drama or you know what I mean just like stuff like that yeah, where it's just like you. yeah and I want like a, a, yeah. a gaming equivalent of move I'm gay <laughs> yes oh my God. <laughs> that's what I, I want definitely want like like a, ga- a game because like literally whenever I'm like in a game and I have to like shove past NPCs literally what am I what am I doing I'm yelling move I'm gay yes uh, <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's it's very that it's very that that would be iconic <laughs> listen I'm here for that <laughs> well, maybe, maybe one day Maybe, but it seems like a lot of them are afraid to, I guess, go to that point for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, and it's like you're saying, there are who, lot who, to where it is like kind of more of their personality because they've had to hide it, you know, for so long. Yeah. So it's like now that they, can, you know, be free and be themselves, yeah, they're gonna say it all the time. And the thing is, if it was normal to begin with, you pro- I mean wouldn't have to worry about that but i think there's mm-hmm. definitely room for there to be games where there are like that yeah because i mean if you're because gonna that build... is a thing oh yeah sorry Wait, yeah because i'm like yeah because that is a thing for a lot of people in the community some are not i mean i i'm not one who is but i understand you know people who are and it's like yeah they deserve you know a game and things and to be represented as well mm-hmm. not every, not everyone has you know I mean, not everyone was like me to where, you know, it wasn't as bad for me, especially considering like I was already like moved out of my mom's house by then. Not saying my mom was bad. It's just that I really didn't have anything to worry about. But for some, they just have to hide, you know, who they are until like they're like an adult and even while they're an adult. So, you know, it it doesn't hurt to, you know, make a game with that type of representation. And if that's something like you're afraid to put in because of how people are. I mean, I I can expect that because they just want money, but there's definitely room for, you know, more. What's the word I'm thinking of? Oh, my God. Words like representation. Like, yeah, like th- there's more room for just more than just people being straight or you have to just, you know, again, put hints to where I have to go all like on YouTube and look at a theory and be like, yeah, huh. It's like just treat it, treat it like it's normal, like everything else, because yeah. it is. Yeah. Or like, like really, like queer coded allegory, like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just like in layers of metaphor, like. Yeah. Right. right. It's like just let just let people be queer, just like. <laughs> right. Let be bush. Let them be. Exactly, and like. If you're going to build a fictional world, why don't you build a world that doesn't have homophobia in it? Like a world where people are understanding and people, you know, like aren't racist and aren't transphobic and bigoted and all that. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to build a, a, a world that would be kind of ideal for someone to escape into while they're turning on their PC or Xbox or whatever they're playing on. 
then why don't you build... Why is it always, like, an edgier, darker, grimmer, worse world than the one we live in? Why can't it be a world where people... Like, there's other issues other than, like, you know... Like, what if in that universe, those issues are not a thing and people focus on other issues, maybe, like, politics or capitalism or other issues that aren't necessarily about people's identities and existence but are about potential societal issues or whatever it might be, you know? You know what I think it is? Um, I think it's when people are writing queer narratives, they're writing it for a cishet audience. Yeah. So, like, they're thinking, like, oh, this cishet person playing this, I want them to be able to empathize with this queer character. So we're going to have them go through, like, really traumatic bullshit yeah. to humanize them for mm-hmm. the for the cis player playing this game. Um. <laughs> because the cis head understands yeah. or can potentially relate with, like, being bullied or something like that. And so they're like, let me put yeah. this queer person being bullied so that they can see what they go through and be like, oh, I feel bad for them. I guess I shouldn't be an asshole. <laughs> haven't we had that like enough in media though so i might yeah. we, we don't need it no more yeah like they they know right like yeah but so you can do something different something better yeah and like if if you're creating a game and you're thinking like oh the cishet player who might be playing this game is not going to see this character as a human because they're queer mm-hmm. i mean that kind of sounds like a problem with with the audience you're targeting and not necessarily right. with the game. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I mean, with no. with good writing, you can have anyone empathize with anyone, regardless of their background, nationality, ethnicity, language, you know, like literally anything. If it's well written, you can have your players empathize or enjoy the characters, have fun with them, laugh with them, not at them. Just, like, stuff like that. I don't know. Let us know, y'all. Chat, YouTube, Twitter. Let us know. Tell us. What What do you... What are you excited for? Let us know. And what do you want to see? Yeah, what would you yeah. like to see, for sure? No Final Fantasy, though. <laughs> don't get, you know, don't... Don't be... <laughs> yeah, no, no, like... And, and then at the end, they're gonna right. reveal a release date for... 16 no y'all don't no don't, don't do that to yourselves don't forget that give me a reveal a release date of when it's coming when seven remake is coming to pc please, please. i'm still waiting right yeah they're they're like we need to make a poster that does not say final fantasy in any, any way shape or form so that the redacteds don't get excited for it they, they knew <laughs> i mean you can't, i mean you can't say Square Enix without expecting an RPG or without expecting Final Fantasy or Kingdom Hearts or anything. So they're like, before they put on their clown makeup, let's just tell them that none of the sort is getting... I mean, we don't know. They did talk about, like, mobile games. So we don't know if Square Enix Montreal is developing an R- a mobile RPG game. Like, we don't know. We don't know what they're doing. Um, maybe they'll talk more about those Final Fantasy games that's coming to uh, mobile. Maybe. maybe. That could be a thing, yeah. Um, by the way, it is happening on March 18th, 
at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. GMT, <laughs> and 6 p.m. Central. So Central Europe, I should say. Um, so we might be able to react either on this channel or on either of our own. But definitely... Ooh. Definitely. Maybe so. Yeah, definitely keep keep tabs on just gaming things on socials and each of us individually cuz listen, at least one of those four channels is going to have a reaction for it. So at least one one channel right. will will do something. Right. So don't you worry. Um but Koga, what are you what do you want to talk about this week? Oh my goodness. So the other day I was just, you know, at work, which is like right where I'm sitting now currently. <laughs> and I'm just looking on the internet and I see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. And I'm like, wait, what new game? So this is pretty much going to, mm, this is pretty much going to play like the older ones, like um, Turtles in Time and then the one before, like arcade beat em ups. And they're also using the turtles from them, which are from the 1987 show. And it's done by dot M- .mu. I hope I'm not pronouncing that wrong. I'm sorry. Um, which also released um, Streets of Rage 4. Yeah. So I'm ve- I was like, okay, I have high hopes for this because they got Streets of Rage 4 right. They did. So I'm like, okay, this one, they got it. If they don't, I'll be surprised. But it's it's really <laughs> nice looking at it. It looks um, good. And then, of course... It really does. And then they gave them like super moves. They all run differently to give them, you know, different animations and things like that. Um, hopefully the online is good because it's going to be four players. So you're going to be one to play online or with um, roommates if you if you have those. Um, they haven't given a release date yet. It was just, okay, this is what's happening. And they <laughs> released a trailer that was like a um, pretty much version of, I guess, a modern version of the old Nin- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme. And uh, I I cannot wait. I know it's coming to Steam. I would assume it's coming to everything else because why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely want to play that. I'm also curious if I highly doubt it, but I was like, I wonder if April's going to be a playable character because I swear she kicked the crap out of someone in that trailer while she's holding her like news camera or something. That would be iconic. Maybe they're they're finishing her move set before they they announce a, a release date. <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Just talking out if, of my if, ass. I mean, if not, someone will probably mod her in on PC or something. Which that's of course something else obviously mm. interesting because someone will probably like mod in like the older models. Um, if if they don't already put them in, because I know like in Streets of Rage four they did that to where right. you can unlock um, the characters from Streets of Rage one all the way up until three. Which was obviously I was actually pretty cool. Yeah. So if they do something like that, that'll help give it um replay value. But yeah, for this I am like, okay, I want it. I want I wish I wish I had a release date, but we don't. <laughs> right? Oh my god. I I didn't grow up with the with the game uh myself, but I there were a lot of like beat em ups at the time that in my head, this is what I'm hoping for. So, in my mind, this is what happened. Streets of Rage 4 did well, so they were like, ooh, let's revive other games from that era. So, they did 
uh, Ninja Turtles. In my head, if Ninja Turtles does well, they're probably going to do Power Rangers next. And then in my head, if they do Power Rangers next and they do well, they're going to do Sailor Moon. <laughs> because of there course. was a, a Genesis Sailor Moon beat 'em up game that only came out in Japan. And so give, give me Sailor Moon. Because if that game does well, then maybe Bandai Namco will look at it and be like, oh, let's make a open world Sailor Moon game that Ruby wants. <laughs> like pulls out this like big like cork board with red <laughs> strings connecting everything. <laughs> I mean, listen, I will be happy with Power Rangers though. Listen, if they if the next one in line is Power Rangers, those games are super fun in the Genesis era. So like, dot, if anyone can do it, dot mu can do it because they did amazing with Streets of Rage, and it looks like they're doing amazing with teen, with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So yeah. I think, yeah, if they want to keep reviving beat 'em up games from the nineties, though, I'm 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 making a list: Power Rangers, <laughs> Sailor Moon, and then. Something else, I don't know. <laughs> you just, you just like tear tear down your green screen and the boards behind there. Dot <laughs> 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 mu. Here's the data. Do it now. All the Sailor Senshi characters. Make them all available. Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Then maybe they can get hired by Capcom maybe to make another final fight, maybe. I don't know. I don't think there's been like a new one in a long time. Who knows? <laughs> but Spin, if there was a a game from a game series, I guess, from the nineties or eighties that you would want to see like revived in this way. Oh. What would it be? You put me on the spot because, like, how dare I? <laughs> <laughs> that was the only thing I was thinking about. I was like, "Ooh, okay, that's cool, whatever." For those that are fans of that, but like Sailor Moon, Sailor Power Rangers, Moon. give it. To I me. connect this to my Sailor Moon game that's in my brain. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, like, I was just kind of like the art style's really nice because, like, I'm not really a beat 'em up person or a TMNT person. <laughs> Valid. I was just like the art style's cute. Yeah. Um, I mean, there there isn't really like a franchise that I can necessarily think of that like hasn't already been revived or like remade or mm. isn't still continuing. Yeah. Um, I want to say, but like, that's that's pretty much like his because pretty much all the stuff that I played. As a kid, like, I played, like, Soul Blade for PS1, and then Soul Calibur got made, and they're still doing Soul Calibur. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I played, like, a lot of Spyro, a lot of Crash. Those both came back. Like... <laughs> yeah. Like, there's there's not really, there's not really, like, a one that got away of, like, game franchises for me, I guess. Aw, must be nice. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Still waiting on my sweet home from Capcom, but I don't think we're ever going to get that. <laughs> I know there were, like, um, a lot of games um, that were, like, licensed properties. 
that kind of died down. Like, we don't really get a lot of licensed games anymore for, like, movies. There used to be, like, a lot of movie tie-ins with games and stuff like that. The The thing is, though, a lot of those were really bad. Maybe so. (laughs) Turns out, like... Yeah, turns out giving developers, like, a year to work on a game to tie it in with, like, a movie release, turns out that's not a great idea. Um, And and they get delisted at some point. Right. But what if if they did a license? What if, you know what? What if .mu emailed you, Spin, and they said, Hi, Spin Blend. We love you. So we want to do this for you. So do you happen to have a licensed franchise that you would love for us to make into a game? Oh, God. That's like a, a side-scrolling, like, cutesy, like that, you know, the, the similar art style, right? Hmm? What would it be? Uh, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> okay. Ooh. What about? If if we're go if we're going for beat 'em up, mm-hmm. Powerpuff Girls. Yes. Oh my god. X Men. Ooh. Ooh. Also that, please. Because they re- they re released it on like um, PlayStation Three and Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, and of course it got delisted. <laughs> oh. So yeah. Oh, give me that back, please. That would be cool. You know, do you remember that Genesis game called Comic Zone? I think it was called Comic Zone. Yeah, Comic Zone. What if they did... It was basically like a beat-em-up, but they had, like, each stage was, like, little car, little comic little windows. So mm-hmm. I'm, I was thinking, like, what if something like that... Like, they did something like that for, like, X-Men or something like that. You know what I mean? Where, like, they told the story through, like, little cartoon little windows and then you have the side scrolling stuff because i don't remember the games being super like they them having a lot of a story and not that a beat em up needs a lot of story but i think that could be like a cool way like you can definitely do an art style that is very like cartoony and yeah, yeah i vaguely remember <laughs> the characters like when he punched someone there would be like the booms and the pals that you would see from like a cartoon so i think that could be super cool especially now with like the way that graphics have evolved Ooh, yeah because i know uh was it um maximum carnage uh, which was a um spider-man and venom game it had that to where it would like have like the boom pow and and everything else when you were like hitting people those games were so much fun (laughs) i mean after a while it kind of can't be where you're pressing like the same button but like i don't know just sometimes just it's just mindless fun sometimes yeah Oh, those would be fun. Ooh, we have actually a suggestion from from chat of a game that uh, our friend Dexter Lister would like to see. A Thrillville moment where it's a roller coaster tycoon, but you actually work in the park and can play games and stuff. Ooh. That could be cool. Okay. Um, I would I would love be- I would love just a lot of more games that are like fun and just cute <laughs> and it's not drama 
what if we have a game about Animal Crossing that's like a beat em up and it's just Isabel with like a gigantic bag of bells just hitting people in the head like, you owe me, bitch. <laughs> no. Isabel would never do that. She's a sweetheart. How dare you suggest about her character? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I've seen the memes of Isabel holding a gun. That seems in character for me. I think she would do it. <laughs> no, she's a sweetie and she's wonderful. She would. She would never. She would never use a gun. Tom Nookwood. <laughs> Tom Nookwood. <laughs> He would, he would, he would run after you with a gun for sure because you owe him bells because you didn't pay your house, you know, debt to him, and you just fled to another island. He's like, you know what? This redacted must die. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what has what has everyone been playing this week? <laughs> Can you tell I've been playing Animal Crossing? <laughs> tell us about your Animal Crossing adventures. Oh my god. My There's Animal a- Crossing adventures have been so much fun. I officially have every single item from the Mario update. Now I've started buying things twice because I've, I've started to give my villagers outfits from obviously the Mario series. So... I've had Plucky wear the Wario suit. I've had Sheldon wear the Luigi suit. And I actually just built three new houses. So I'm going to have three villagers join me. I'm super excited. Uh, We did a little uh, villager hunt stream, which actually was very quick because the first three villagers that I found were three villagers that were adorable and I really needed to have. Um, so we're gonna have I'm gonna have Flora Stu and another villager Norma, Norma. yes <laughs> cuties all around adorable precious babies I'm excited to have I... them I'm super excited to like be able to do more stuff because I just got ladders. I just, you know, I'm I'm able to traverse through my entire island now. I didn't think about it too much, so I may have, you know, a couple of my villagers may get stuck in the higher parts of my island because I, I don't have staircases yet, and I didn't think about that. So some of them may be isolated for a little bit, but you know, we're just we're just keeping it true to real life for now. You know, they're just gonna stay quarantined. For the first couple weeks of them being in the island, just to make sure that everything's okay. And then, uh, yeah. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. No. And I got coconut trees, which is very important. I'm so excited for you. You got some, like, literally three tickets, three cute villagers. I'm just... Right? Your luck. Like... <laughs> And oh one God. of the tickets was like the tutorial one that you get for free. So I didn't even spend three of my own tickets. <laughs> that was oh that was God. iconic. I was like, oh, I, I guess we're keeping them. <laughs> I guess. Keep them for next time. Yeah. yeah. Save them for Pietro. Oh, yes. 
I need Pietro to join. The, the, the clown villager, hello, hi, I'm a clown, I need you. <laughs> it's, it's what I need. It's what I deserve. I love that. I love Pietro I love so that. much. <laughs> Pietro's so good. Pietro. I also have him on eHolly. Yeah. He's everything to me. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I also did try a game called Viola the Heroine's Melody, which is like an indie title that's a platformer and an RPG with rhythm mechanics. So uh, you basically play as, uh, you know, Viola, <laughs> the main character. And she's basically like practicing on her violin and she gets like very negative about herself and she's like, oh, I can't do it. Um, and she feels like, she got the, her violin from her mother who passed away and she was an amazing musician. So there's that story of like, I am not deserving of this and stuff like that. So it naturally, she creates a black hole that sucks her into another universe. That's obviously what happens when you, when you are too negative about yourself. And so it's just so far, I've only played like about an hour and a half, two hours. It's just very wholesome, and it's, like, all the characters being very supportive and very... Giving, like, very inspirational talks about, like, music and how it's not a competition. It's not about how good you are, how it's about expressing yourself. And then the gameplay itself, the, the platforming is very bare and very simple, to be fair. Um, to be completely honest, uh, it's not, like, anything groundbreaking. And neither is the combat, to be honest. Like, if we, you've played a, a turn-based RPG, you you know what to expect. But the cool thing about it is, like, when you do abilities in the game, or any, like, attacks or anything mm -hmm. like that, every character has an instrument. So there's a little bit of a rhythm mechanic in the, in the actual fight. So you have to time certain buttons a certain way. You have to, like, either press them or tap them or mash them, wherever it is. And it's really cool. Uh, my only complaint, if I were to have a complaint, is that um, the the rhythm mechanics the mechanics don't match up with the music playing in the background. It's just kind of like a timed thing rather than like you're actually playing the music or adding to the music that's playing in the background. So that's kind of the only gripe that I have with it. But again, it's an indie studio. The game literally was in uh, early access for the long, for, for a little bit. And it's just, they just released their 1.0 version. So I can, I can only assume the game is going to be worked on consistently for a while and they're going to be improving it as we go. But uh, yeah, what are y'all, what are y'all been playing? Um, Do you want to go been... first, Coder? Yes. Um, I've been playing um, Sound Voltex 3 Gravity Wars. Um, what this is is a rhythm game by Konami, so it is part of the um, Bimani um, games, which is uh, they're just line of rhythm games that they make that pretty much is kind of mostly made for Japan nowadays. Um, it goes with like the same model as I've done with like Beat Mania and Nostalgia, so one of these might have to go um, because I, I do like this one a lot. So I don't have a controller for it yet, right? But it's pretty much you press, of course, like any rhythm game, you know, you press you know, some buttons. But this one, like, has these knobs that you turn for, like, certain parts to where you have to, like, on the track that comes, you have to turn. I can't do that, so I just have to press a button. But it is a lot. This is fun to play. The, so far, I have not played a song that I have not liked, which, I don't know, I found, the, like, when it comes to Konami and their rhythm games, it's pretty much high-quality music. So 
I've been I streamed that actually yesterday as well about last night. And that's mostly what I've been playing for like all week. Um, I'm hoping they update it soon because it's even though it's the third one, the sixth one came out in Japan last month. But with this one that they have on PC on their online service, they do they have like added songs from like later on titles. So it's it's the UI is pretty much just three with songs with later games. But I kind of wish they would update it. Because I think that thing is like 720p and 60 frames per second. Because that's what the screen was at the time. So hopefully they update that soon. But it's it's fun to play. And then there's also like a, I can say a free version. It's a clone version. It's literally called Unnamed Sound Voltex Clone. And it's pretty much where um, the community can like make their own tracks or, you know, do the obvious. And you can play on that as well. And it's free. You just have to like get it set up and things like that. So if you don't want to have to like use their service, then it's not you know an issue. And if people are making their own tracks, it's not like it's illegal or anything. As long as you know the certain ones, you probably shouldn't. But it is a good way if you're like just to get like an idea how the game works. You can play that, and it's free. And there's also skins as well, so you can make it look like um, the actual game. So I have mine looking like Vivid Wave, which is. The fifth game that came out, I think, like two years ago. But that I don't know. These rhythm games have been consuming my life for like the past few weeks. <laughs> I love that journey love for that. you. <laughs> I don't play enough rhythm games. I, I wanted to play more, but it, like, especially when it's once over here, it's just the DMCA that's kind of concerning. Mm. And that's been like a big reason as to why I waited so long, because I was trying to like... I'm talking to the community and people who've been playing these games to be like, okay, what has been your experience? And from what I've noticed, like none of them had an issue with this, but it's probably also, again, these games are in Japan. They don't really release them over here, like officially at least. So it's either Konami doesn't care or it's just that it's because it's over there and not over here in America that maybe not be much they can do. But from what I've seen and talked to people who streams and things like that, they've never had an issue with, um, DMCA's or strikes or anything of that nature, and when I looked at um, what I um, I guess when you go into like the, well, I guess what what do they call that? Like the, what do they call this thing now? The creator dashboard and oh, things. Yeah. I look at the video; it didn't have like any parts that was um, muted or anything like that. Oh, nice. So that makes it a lot makes it a lot better because the thing for me is that makes this so fun is I have never heard most of this music ever in my life. <laughs> So it's listening to new music, playing it, and it's, in my opinion, one of the best experiences. Because like discovering new music that you like is just amazing. And then to also have it to be in a game format makes it even better. But when you have to worry about, okay, am I going to get like a DMCA or some nonsense like that, which I really, I, I hate how that has turned out on Twitch like um, right. over the past few months. Um, to not have to really worry about that as much is like, a lot relieving. Plus, it's also easier if I'm like don't want to talk as much. I don't have to worry about that because I mean, can't talk during a song. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Yeah, I'm glad that like you're not like having any DMCA issues with that because I know you were concerned about it. Yeah, yeah, because uh, I like if I honestly got a strike or something, I wouldn't care as much. But it's like, what if that happened and I got banned and then I come onto here? 
and that was my concern because I didn't want like you know our, the podcast you know to get taken down because of something like that. So that's oh. why I was trying to be like extra careful and like talk to a lot of people who I knew who were make, um, streaming this on Twitch to be like, okay, you know what's been their experience, and no one has had issues yet. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. We, we want to keep you um, around. <laughs> I'm I'm being very careful. <laughs> miss you <laughs> um but yeah speaking of games that have been taking over our lives oh my god okay so i obviously still playing final fantasy 14 mm. um i finished the post um the post stormblood stuff and i'm finally in shadowbringers which is the most recent expansion nice and okay so everybody said that the story of shadowbringers Everybody I've talked to you about it has been like, Shadowbringers is, is incredible. It's yeah. like, and okay, okay, no spoilers at all. Right. Um, region is beautiful. Cutscenes. Wow. Oh my god. <laughs> um, story. Oh. That good. What a lovely description. Wow. I I ah <laughs> Oh wow. It's, it's, it's very that. Mhm. That's oh my goodness. That's all I can say but oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so that's been I my could. experience. Also, I'm almost level 80 Black Mage. Yeah. Finally. Look at I'm you. My way up there. <laughs> I'm like. So yeah, that's been my experience. 31. <laughs> You'll get there. You'll get there. Yeah. Don't like, after, especially after 50. Like the levels, just like you're gonna zoom. Yeah. It's just like that first, like the base game is very laggy like story wise it feels like every other quest you're like what does this have to do with anything what am I doing like why am I getting like medicine for this random person they have nothing to do with the story or just like random fetch quests or like go here and talk to that person oh go there and talk to that person so I'm just like teleporting all across all around the world being like why like what are y'all even talking about how is this gonna connect with what i'm doing next so yeah that's in the my, most my favorite thing is like there are a lot of quests especially in in realm reborn um where like you have to talk to different people and like relay messages and they're all like standing like right next to each other it's like why don't you just talk to to each other amongst yourselves or like down and the then, road i'm like yeah. girl just walk yeah. down the road yeah yeah i've seen that but, and i'm like why um i believe it was in heaven's word there was like a quest that like kind of lampshaded that and was like you had to talk to like three different people who were all literally standing in a triangle formation like looking at each other and they were like i don't know why i'm asking you to do this instead of just going and talking to him he's right over there oh i love that <laughs> and i was i was just like <laughs> you're like yes you should I, have i, I love like the self-awareness of that uh-huh yeah <laughs> uh... yeah i'm liking my experience yeah, but... with it but i it is very like I have to be very patient and be like, 
it will get better. I know it will get better. At some point, it, I, something juicy is going to happen at some point. I don't know when. But every once in a while, something juicy happens, and you're like, ooh. Uh, but it's, it's not very frequent in, in Realm Reborn. Yeah. <laughs> Things yeah. are on the way. Yes. Don't even worry about yes. it. I, oh, I know. It's, I've you know, <laughs> every time there's, like, a meeting with the girlies and the squad, you're like, okay, we're about to do some shit. But until it happens, you're just like, oh my god, please, can we just, can we just? But anyway, sorry, what, what are you playing more? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing, that's all I've been playing. Um, I'm, other than just like working on my Animal Crossing town on Yeehaw Land, it's, it's going pretty well. Yeah. Um, there's still like big areas of the island that are like really undeveloped, but it's, it's going, it's going, I'm building it all from scratch. Um, I, I completely destroyed the island, and I just, just rebuilding. <laughs> Love that. Absolutely everything, and it's it's going it's going pretty good. There's just like a couple sections that I I need to finish up, and then it'll be it'll I'll be able to execute my vision. <laughs> yes. And where can people find that journey of you building your island from scratch? On Twitch.tv slash Spinblend. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> what other things are you doing on Twitch.tv slash Spinblend? <laughs> Playing Animal Crossing. I'm shiny hunting for shiny milstery, um, which has been evading me thus far. For uh, so sometimes long. I put sometimes I put glitter on my face. Sometimes I play Final Fantasy 13. Um Sometimes I talk about Final Fantasy XIV instead of playing it. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Sometimes I, I make soap and I talk about soap. Yes. Where do you it's sell a- that soap? I sell that soap on Etsy at Spin Soap Cafe. Wow. <laughs> did you recently add new soaps there? Sure did. Oh my god. How did you know? <laughs> Maybe it's because you follow my Twitter at Spinblend, where I post updates. <laughs> 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 wow. Also, where I post uh, soap videos. <laughs> this very conversational, very obvious promotional content. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> We're going in a very roundabout way about promoting ourselves this day. <laughs> Yeah, I know you mentioned uh, streaming more rhythm games. Where can where can the people find that? Well, you can find that at twitch.tv at koga underscore jangles. Um, I'll probably be streaming that more, um, probably more often. Um, I'm still like at novice four songs, so I'm just working my way up. Like I'm not in a rush to get to the harder difficulty stuff yet. There's like four hundred something songs to go through. And that's just on, like, the infinite playlist. There's, like, a other playlist that you can go through if you just decide to use tickets that cost money. And that's, like, 1,074 songs in there. So that's a lot to go through. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> right. So, and you can, of course, also find me on Twitter um, at Koga underscore Jangles, where I I talk about things. I repost a lot. Um the, the arguing of netcode has definitely died down because we won. Yeah, except with Na- except with Namco, that's the hardest one. Well, it's going to be the hardest one. But still, some victories, progress. 
We love oh, yeah, to for see sure. It. Pretty much almost every fighting game company now knows it is important to put it in their games now. It, yeah. it took a pandemic for that to happen. Right. Because then they realized, okay, people aren't having fun playing online. And I'm like, well, yeah, we've been telling you this for like almost a decade, <laughs> but sure. It's yeah. so, yeah, because um, Guilty Gear, they had they, um, a beta about a few weeks ago, and the feedback to that one was really good. Um, SNK came out and said they were putting rollback netcode in the upcoming King of Fighters 15. So now we just have to hope that Namco does this in their future games, but they're like kind of the biggest company of all of them. So we'll see. we don't know. Hopefully, hopefully they'll think about it a lot and make it happen. <laughs> I I hope, but one like one of the, um Harada says that it's already in the, like Tekken Seven, and we're like, oh my god, he has a different idea of what this is than we do, and he will argue with us about this. Oh. And I was like, no, it's it's like, uh oh, uh oh, like I love like the, the, I love the guy, like he's he cares about the franchise, he really does. There's no denying that, but we're like. You gotta start listening to us, listening to us on this one. But they did make it a bit better. It's just still delayed based, which mm-hmm. isn't good for like distance yeah. at all. So like, if you and I tried to play Ruby, it might not be the best. But if it was rollback, it's better able to handle that because it um gives it like an um input um input delay buffer, so it'll help it to where you know around the world you're able to do that a bit more. But unfortunately, um, these games are in Japan, and they look at it to where it's like, in Japan, it's no problem, because it's like a smaller country compared to America. So it's fine over there. But when you come over here to a big America, like, it ain't, it ain't fun playing in people in different regions sometimes. Right. So, hopefully. Yes, please. Uh... And speaking of collaborating with our friends in many regions... I know, Ruby, you have a very busy next few days coming up. Do you want to tell us about it? I sure do. I did I did talk about it in the beginning of the podcast. Uh, so, <laughs> yes, today we're doing the episode of Just Gaming Things. Great. Every it's week. Right now. It's happening right now. This is what you're watching. Hello. Hi. Uh, tomorrow, Sunday, I the 14th, I am going to be on Quarantine. Uh, my friend Kiso's has a music video showcase for LGBTQIA plus artists. And we're just going to be like watching them. We're going to be, you know, hyping them up, uh, saying what we think about the videos and giving them a shout out and all that. So that should be super fun. Um, and then on Monday, I have a new episode of my podcast called Breakfast at Ruby's uh, featuring uh, Two very special guests, Frank the Pegasus and Pleasantly Twisted. So I'm super excited to talk to them. That's going to be happening on Monday. It will be up on Tuesday on all the platforms, including YouTube, Spotify, etc. And besides that, I'm still playing Final Fantasy VII Remake on Mondays. On Wednesdays, I'm playing Majora's Mask. And on Fridays, I am playing Tomb Raider 3, which I almost rage quit. Again? This week may be the last week, but I'll, I'll I'll say I'll say that every week until I either beat it or quit it. So we'll see <laughs> if I have another terrible week. Like y'all don't understand. I've a lot of people are like, oh, Tomb Raider three. Yes, I grew up with that. Yes, Tomb Raider. I love the old Tomb Raider games. Mm-mm. Once you play the first Tomb Raider, you're like, oh, this is 
this could be better. And then you play the second round, you're like, okay, this is slightly better than the first one, but there's still improvements to be made. And then you play the third, and you're like, this is the worst version of all of those games. Because now they have quicksand everywhere. Like, they learned how to do quicksand, <laughs> so quicksand is in every possible way place you, you could have it. right and you it just has like more climbable things but the textures are so similar that you sometimes you don't even you're not able to tell or they have platforms hidden behind walls or between things that you're not really like privy to look at and good thing is like through the power of modern technology you can save state but if you were playing like the actual version at in the nineties, I don't know how people did it. We had nothing else to do. Yeah, perseverance. <laughs> That's we true. were kids. We had nothing else to do. <laughs> That's true. I don't know if I would have though. I I, th- I don't think I did actually. Like I only played like the mansion part where you just kind of like run around the mansion, do a little obstacle course, and then you fail at it. <laughs> never did that never locked the butler in the freezer it was it was like a playground rumor in tomb raider 3 you could when you go around the mansion you could lock the butler in the freezer and i tried for out like that was my goal in the game to be able to lock the butler in the freezer and i still remember succeeding at that and being so proud of myself Ah, look at you i remember testing out the Let game out. in the mansion and i some first in i know i got stuck i think he like oh, no. cornered me or something, and I I was like I hate it. This, oh no! This isn't fun. <laughs> oh, no. So there's that, and there's like a, a part of the mansion where like you there's like a timed door that you have to like rush through, and because the bl- butler is following you, sometimes you like he's in the middle of the way, and you're like no, get out of the way, old man, please. But yeah. Anyway, yeah, Tomb Raider 3 is very aggravating. <laughs> that that was that's all. You can find everything at Project Ruby. Um the Project Ruby on TikTok and Instagram. Um for quarantine it's gonna be on Kisos' channel, so it's it's Kisos um on Twitch and later on his YouTube, so that should be fun. And uh yeah, y'all, we're gonna be back next week. Uh, at some point this week, we're, one of us, all of us, who knows, are going to react to the Square Enix thing. Um, stay tuned to our socials, including Just Gaming Teens with a Z. We can find you can find us on Twitch. We can find us on YouTube. You just have to look us up because we don't have a custom URL yet. Uh, and you can uh, find us on Spotify and all the fun podcast services. So, yeah. Have a good week, everyone. Thank you for watching or listening. And we'll see you. We'll see you then. Bye. (laughs) Bye.